Hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Personal Finance Podcast. Please be sure to follow the Personal Finance Podcast Instagram at Personal Finance Podcast 80 as well. You can also follow the Twitter page for updates on the podcast at Personal Finance on Twitter. All right, now let's get into today's episode. In today's episode, we will be talking about a savings account. What is it? How to use it? And what types of saving accounts do banks offer? So first, let's start off with what is a savings account. A savings account is an interest-bearing deposit account held at a bank or other financial institution. Though these accounts typically play a modest interest rate, their safety and reliability make them a great option for parking cash you want available for short-term needs. Savings accounts do also have limitations on how often you can withdraw funds, but generally offer exceptional flexibility that's ideal for building an emergency fund, saving for a short-term goal like buying a car or going on vacation, or saving for a long-term long-term goal, which is buying a house or a property or making a big investment, or simply sweeping surplus cash you don't need in your checking account so you can earn, you, you can earn more interest elsewhere. All right, so let's look at the key takeaways. So because savings accounts pay interest but keep your funds easy to access, they're a good option for parking cash you want in the short term or to cover an emergency. In exchange for the ease and liquidity that savings accounts offer, you'll earn a lower rate than more restrictive savings instruments and investments might pay. The amount you can withdraw from a savings account is generally unlimited, but until April of 2020, the number of withdrawal transactions you could make in a month was federally capped at 6 to ratio, six ratio 1. It is not clear if this change is permanent. Now, um, I would recommend researching this before this statement uh, I did decide to include it in, but this rule might have changed. I'm not exactly sure. Please be sure to check if you uh, want to see. And the interest you earn on your savings account is a, is considered taxable income. So let's talk about how savings accounts work. So savings and other deposit accounts are an important source of funds that financial institutions can turn around and lend to others. For that reason, you can find savings accounts at virtually every bank or credit union, whether they are traditional bank and motor institutions or operate exclusively online. In addition, you can find savings accounts at some investment and brokerage firms as well. The rate you'll earn on a savings account is generally variable. With the exception of promotions, promising a fixed rate until a certain date, banks and credit unions are generally raised or lower the savings account rate at the time. Typically, the more competitive the rate, the more likely it is to fluctuate over time. Now, changes in the federal funds rate can also trigger institutions to adjust their deposit rates. And some institutions offer high-yield savings accounts, which are also worth, worth investigating or looking at. Okay, let's talk about more about a savings account now. So some savings accounts will require minimum balance in order to avoid monthly fees or earn the highest published rate, while others will have no minimum balance requirement. So it's important to know the rules of your particular account to ensure you're avoiding uh, avoiding avoid earning any other associated fees with that account and terms and conditions apply as they see on every single website. And whenever you want to move move money in or out of your savings account, you can do so at a branch or an ATM by electronic transfer to do to or from account another account using the bank's app or website or by direct deposit. Transfers can usually be arranged by phone as well. It's important to know, however, that while there are no dollar limits on how much you can withdraw from your account, in fact, you can empty it and even close it at any time you want. 
federal law had capped the frequency of withdrawals from all U.S. savings accounts to six per monthly statement cycle until April of 2020. April 2020. Now, this is in the U.S. I don't think there's a specific, specific rule in Canada, but I did want to include this. Um, did want to include this because it is applied in the U.S., but I don't think it's applied in Canada. But please be sure to check for yourself and do the research before. Exceed the limit, and in the bank could charge you a fee. Close your account or convert it into a checking account. In 2020, the Federal Reserve suspended this limit. It is not clear if the change is permanent, and please be sure to do your own research. I'm going to say that again. Just as with the interest earned on a money market or certificate of deposit, which we talked about in the last podcast, please be sure to check that out, or checking account, the interest earned on a savings account is taxable income. The financial institution where you hold your account will send you a form at tax time whenever you earn more than $10 in interest income. The tax you'll pay will depend on the marginal tax rate in your area. Okay, let's talk about the savings account's advantages. So savings accounts offer you a place to put your money that is separate from your everyday banking needs, allowing you to stash money for a rainy day or or earmark funds to achieve a bigger savings goal. What's more, the bank's security measures along with federal protection against bank failures provided by the FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, will keep your money safer than it would be under your mattress or in your sock drawer. <laughs> Beyond keeping your funds safe, savings accounts also earn interest, so it pays you to keep an unneeded fund in a savings account instead of accumulating cash in your checking account, where it is likely to earn little or nothing. At the same time, your access to funds in a savings account will remain extremely liquid, unlike certificates of deposit which impose a hefty penalty if you withdraw your funds too soon. Holding on to a savings account at the same institution as your primary checking account can offer several convenience and efficiency benefits. Since transfers between accounts at the same time institution are usually instantaneous, deposits or withdrawals to your savings account from your checking account will take effect right away. This makes it easy to transfer excess cash from your checking account and have it immediately earn interest or transfer money the other way if you need to cover a large checking transaction. Now, many institutions allow you to open more than one savings account, which can be handy if you want to keep track of your savings progress on multiple goals. For instance, you could have one savings account to save up for a big trip while a separate one holds surplus cash from your checking account. Now let's talk about some of the savings account disadvantages. So the trade-off for a savings account, easy access and reliable safety is that it won't pay as much as other savings instruments. For instance, if you are in a higher return with certificate of deposit or treasury bills or by investing in stocks and bonds, if your time horizon is long enough, as a result, savings accounts presents an opportunity cost if used for long-term savings. Also, while the liquidity of a savings account is one of the key benefits, it can also be a downside as a ready availability of funds may tempt you to spend what you've saved in a more short period of time. In contrast, it is much more difficult to cash in a bond, withdraw funds from a retirement account or sell a stock than it is to make money out of your savings account, especially if that account is linked to your checking account. Also, savings accounts... Savings accounts are also a poor choice for funds you need to access frequently because rules previously restricted withdrawal transactions to six times per month, whether those were transfers or outright withdrawals at a branch or ATM. A savings account was not always an appropriate vehicle for those funds. 
the lifting of these restrictions have made the funds more accessible. So now let's look at it more in the, into the pros and cons. So the pros are it's a fast and easy setup and to move to and from money can be conveniently linked to your primary checking account and up to your full balance can be withdrawn at any time. And up to $250 is federally insured against bank failure. So I think I'm pretty sure this is in the US, but I still decided to include it to um, at least talk about it. And some of the cons are it pays less than you can earn with the certificate of deposit, treasury bills or investments. It's easy access can make withdrawals tempting and only six withdrawals are permitted per month. Now, these are all the different different terms and conditions, but please be sure to check out your local bank for more information. How to maximize earnings from a savings account. Although most major banks offer low interest rates on their savings accounts, many banks and credit unions provide much higher returns. In particular, online banks offer some of the highest savings account rates. Because they don't have physical branches or have very few, they spend less on overhead and can often I can often offer higher, more competitive deposit rates as a result. The key is to shop around, starting with the bank where you hold your checking account. Even if that institution doesn't offer a competitive savings account rate, it will give you a frame of reference for how much you can earn by moving your savings elsewhere. Now, as you shop for the best rates, However, be aware of account features that you can curdle your earnings or even drain them. Some promotional savings accounts will offer the attractive rate they're advertising for a short period of time. Others will cap the balance that they can earn the promotional rate with dollar amounts above that maximum earning a patillary rate. Even worse, if a savings account with fees that cut into the interest rate you earn each month. All right, let's talk, let's talk about more about how to open a savings account. So to set up a savings account, visit one of the bank or credit union branches in your area to establish the account online. For those institutions that offer you, you'll need to provide your name, address, and telephone number as well as photo identification. Also, because the account earns taxable interest, you'll be required to provide social, uh, social security number, SSN. Some institutions will require you to make an initial minimum deposit at the time you open the account. Others will allow you to open the account first and then fund it later. In either case, you can make your initial deposit with the transfer from an account at an institution and external transfer a mail in or mobile deposit check or deposit in at a branch. All right, let's talk about how much you need to keep in your savings account. So the amount of money you keep in your savings account will depend on uh, your goals for the funds or or your use of the account. If you set up a savings account or account to sweep excess funds from your checking account, your bank your balance is likely to vary regularly. In contrast, if you're building up to a savings goal, your balance will likely start low and increase steadily over time. If you've ins- if if you've instead established your savings account as an emergency fund, financial advisors typically recommend holding enough savings to cover at least three to six months of living expenses, giving you a financial cushion in case you lost your job or for a rainy day, or you if you faced a magical issue encounter another money draining emergency. However, some analysts recommend keeping only some of the emergency fund in a simple savings account while moving the rest of it into an account or instrument that earns a higher return on it. In any case, note that deposits and banks are covered by the FDIC insurance and at credit unions, 
Both of these protect each individual account holder at the same institution for up to $250,000 in deposit balances, should the institution fail. For most consumers, this more than covers when what they have to deposit. But if you're holding more than $250,000 in deposit accounts, you may want to split that balance across more than one account holder at some institution. So let's talk about why you should want why you should have a savings account and why it's really really important. So if you're scratching your head wondering why would someone might want to choose a savings account rather than start investing and just uh, grow that money and earn from there, there are a number of reasons for why you should open a savings account. The first reason is it acts as an emergency fund. So the general rule of thumb is that your savings account should cover three to six months of living expenses as a backup. The second thing is it's a big purchase fund. There's no better way to save it for something big. And the money is real. You're not borrowing. You're not using a credit card. You'll have to pay off. You'll have to pay off and pay interest on it later. Number three, it gives you free money. Your money's earning your your money's earning money without you doing anything except not taking it out. Number four. It helps you control expenses. You can e you can have money directly deposited into your savings to to effectively trick yourself into not spending money. And number five, it can keep your money safe under the bed, not safe used in the stock market, safe-ish, but there are risks in a savings account, safe as it gets. It instills pride and sense of accomplishment. You built it. Nice work. Now, I just wanted to re revisit the fifth point that I mentioned. So the fifth point, what I meant there was, your money is not really safe in the stock market. Stock markets can go up and down and it can have an emotional downturn on your own feelings as well. That's why a savings account has your money secure. Okay, now let's look at what type of savings accounts bank offer in Canada with the four major banks. Okay, so first, TD Bank offers three different savings accounts. So the first uh, the first one that TD Bank offers is the TDE Premium Savings Account. Save more with a high interest rate and free online transfers to your TD Deposit Accounts. There's a 0% monthly fee and a high interest rate on balances of $10,000 or more. And there's unlimited free online transfers to your other TD deposit accounts. All right, now the next one is the TD Everyday Savings Account. Ideal if you're starting to save or want frequent access to your funds, that's a zero dollar monthly fee. Every, every dollar earns interest calculated daily and there's you have to make one transaction per month. Now, the last one is a TD High Interest Savings Account. Now, reach your goals faster with a high interest rate. There's a 0% monthly fee, a high interest rate on balances of $5,000 or more, and a wave transaction fees with a minimum monthly balance. Okay, now let's look at the savings accounts BMO has to offer. So, BMO offers a smart savers account, and... Um, in this account, it includes one or more transfer of the account, and the maximum number of accounts is unlimited. And then a featured savings account is the savings builder in the BMO, and then there's a premium rate savings uh, account as well. So they include four savings accounts. There's also one for the US dollar, which I didn't really talk about because I'm, I'm focusing on Canadian mostly. Okay, CIBC has um, one... CIBC only has one uh, savings account that I was able to find, 
which is the CIBC e-advantage savings account. So you can get a bonus trade when you open your first savings account and you can apply in five minutes. Free online transfers between your CIBC personal bank accounts. There's a monthly fee of $0, interest rate of 0.05 on every dollar, and transactions are $5 each. Now let's talk about RBC. Now RBC has four different um, four different savings accounts. So it has a high interest savings, automatic savings, everyday savings, and USD savings. So let's start with the high interest savings. So RBC high interest E savings. Monthly fee price, currency Canadian, the interest rate is 0.050% and free debits, one withdrawal from the RBC bank ATM per month. Now the rest of them also, um, the re- so now the next one, automatic savings, free transfers to and from your, your score checking account and the everyday savings account, free debits, one per monthly cycle. And the last one, RBC US high interest e-savings, that's free debits, one per monthly, and that's in the US currency. So if you live in the US and you still live in, you live in like Canada as well, but you want like a US account, so then that's, that's an option as well. And before, before I end this, and now I talked about all these four banks, but please be sure to check their website and terms and, terms and conditions do apply. These are the savings accounts that the four major banks offer. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast. Hopefully you learned something new about a savings account. But before we go, please be sure to do your own research on on when making decisions about opening any savings account from any bank in Canada or from anywhere else. Always, for the most up-to-date information, always check the Canadian websites as the offer as the offers are subject to change and terms and conditions also do apply. Thanks for listening to this episode.